In the land of the blind, the one-eyed man this is king. In the this time of censorship, non-compliance is key. All other weapons are restricted. Government officials of ranking 10 have been granted immunity from the purge and shall not be harmed. If we don't stall back those situations, if we don't get out of our comfort zones and talk to the people on the issues of parental rights, because that's what they're trying to do, is take away your rights through the school boards and in the hospitals through universal health care like they just voted in this year in my state. They're going to take away your rights of owning a diesel pickup, which I enjoy. And then the last thing is, is that when you go through and you undermine using these policies, whether it's climate change, where it took my father's bee business from 10,000 hives of bees down to less than 358, sir, in the Tulare County, under the trucks, he got six trucks. Over 200, 300,000 with trucks he can't run in that state. As an American who was raised in the foster home, I'm not walking to my, my own Auschwitz that my second foster father after 126 mission at Tuskegee Airmen had to go through. And at the same time, we got to get comfortable. We got to stand. You bring history. You bring, you bring truth, Mark. We need more of you, Charlie Kirks and others. And these rhinos need to be beaten back just like Elijah, Deborah, Caleb and Joshua's I need because if we have God with us, who's gonna be against us? If you don't understand your history, you're doomed to repeat it. If you choose to drink the waters of others and don't check where the water source come from, aside. then you shall be poisoned to the gates of hell. We don't need to talk about news, facts, mm -mm. current history. No. Welcome folks, Joshua Michael, Noncompliant America. We are here at a very crucial time the great awakening is happening uh the great movement of the american people standing up and the people standing up worldwide i have one of the most prolific guests that i think i can find mr huckleberry uh <clears throat> ronnie daniels one of the most outspoken uh, very cutting edge spiritual men that i've had the honor to meet uh how you doing today ron I'm doing okay, sir. Okay. Uh, give God the glory first. Thank you. Without Jesus, the atonement from his sacrifice would not brought us back together to our Father. Absolutely. Uh, and, and, and we're so grateful to have you here. And uh, I, I wanted to bring you on this, this, uh, this episode because, you know, there's so much going on. I always talk about the information overload and, and the complete abundance of just overwhelming information. I mean, we can sit here and we can talk about East Palestine. We can talk about Joe Biden. We can talk about Trump. We can talk about, you know, Tina Kotek, the governor. We can talk about all of these things going on. But one of the things that I think is the most important for us to remember is where we came from and what this country was established on and what the spiritual walk is as people of God and children of God, how we need to regroup that and regain our community involvement and get involved locally. It starts by knowing your history. Daniel Webster says history is God's providence in human affairs. If you don't have faith and understand your, history, your family history first, everything starts local in your community. If you choose to forsake those liberties for security, you'll have neither. John Adams has spoke about that. 
Everything, what they don't tell you is all the 54,000 writings, 34,000 prayers to justify the writings of our founding fathers, the original 53, including Benjamin Rush. They don't talk about Charles Pinckney, who served in the Revolutionary War. They don't talk even about George, George Mason or Philip Morris anymore. They talk about all the others. They tried to misplace by division. Well, what do you say to the people that say that the Constitution is an old document, it's irrelevant, it's outdated, and it doesn't apply to our our modern society that we live in? I mean, isn't that just a cop-out? It's, it, it's so interesting. It's kind of like diving into the Bible when you look at the Constitution. Uh, it's so ahead of our time. They knew us because it was written in the Word of God and, and this country was founded on on God that it— it's it's kind of coming full circle on the importance of all of the amendments and all of the great words and great wisdom that the founding fathers have. They're so far ahead of their time. It's more important now than ever. And we're also starting to see how important that constitution is with all of our rights essentially being overturned and deemed irrelevant. I mean, these tyrants are essentially you know, our number one threat. We could talk about China, we could talk about Russia, but 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 really we are one hundred percent now confirmed, captured from within. And that's down to a local level. Is it not? Very true. Those that want to sit in seats of power like the Pharisees and the Sadducees, going back over almost twenty three hundred years ago with Christ. You cannot have liberty and then say that you understand why we go about and should be celebrating. When Let's use our country to the north. We could have had a bicameral democracy like Canada. Going back to 1400s with Nolan Cromwell, Cromwell in England, in Scotland, in Ireland, under Mary Queen of Scots. We could have done that. But why are founding fathers founded? The Republic. Yes, we are a republican form of government. Not a democracy, Not right? a democracy. We're not a bicameral democracy. We are a representative form of government. That's but, why I call it republic. Okay, so what does that mean in today's society, is being able to operate as a republic? Don't you think that there should be some restrictions, you know, tied in with these big corporations and NGOs that are essentially capturing and bypassing the concept of the republic i mean we saw it with the pandemic we saw it with the overreach to where you know you're walking through a store and there's an announcement going on stating that the world health organization is your god and the world health organization is recommending that you wear a mask the world health organization based on the guidelines of what we as a corporation aka best buy or fred myers or Kroger or whoever, they are taking their orders from something outside of the country. Isn't that something that we should definitely be worried about? We should be very well worried about it. First of all, any treaties, article, I believe, article two, where let talk about legislative duties or the Senate's duties, or article three, I'm not sure directly, but I do know that their policies been made by various presidents, by Obama, by the current one here, and they take the World Health Organization or the UN statutes, 
which must need, if any treaty or negotiation, must get 67% or two-thirds of the votes from the U.S. Senate. They negotiate treaties and other things of that nature. Two-thirds. Just like Foundation, if you want to add an amendment, you must get two-thirds of the country to ratify it. Or three-fifths of the country to ratify it. The World Health Organization does not represent the United States government. They do not represent who we the people. And for those corporations and businesses that encourage and using their power of funding candidates to get reelected, it's basically becoming seditious in the actives when they swore an oath to this country. But isn't it a violation of the country's laws and isn't it up to us as individual citizens to uh, reassert our will? Uh, and, and it goes to with what I've been talking about for a long time is that we have to pay with our dollar. We have to parallel construct our own economy. We have to get involved with good patriotic American companies and the importance of that, because if we keep giving these people money, let me give you an example. If I go to Walmart and I go, you know, buy $15 worth of stuff or $150 worth of groceries, right? I'm giving them money. They're making a profit off of me buying their product. Now, in return, in these hard times that we're at, those $150, if I were to go to a local store, maybe it would cost $175 or $200, right? Mm -hmm. So that's $50 that I'm saving selfishly. And this is, this is the rub. I'm saving that money selfishly so I can save money and I can provide more for our family. My family, right? Because right. I only have $150. I don't have 200 to buy the same stuff. Right. This is where they get us, folks. But we have to be willing to sacrifice and get creative on being able to navigate around being dependent on these corporations. They think that they captured us and they have us and there is nothing that we can do. We are so dependent on their systems, on their infrastructure, on Amazon, on the simplicity of having our cell phones with us all the time, AT&T and Verizon and Sprint. And those are our lines of communication. The same reason some people that are still on Facebook, it's the same issues. Facebook is an outright organization that is anti-American and they are there to completely capture and disrupt your entire lines of communication and your lines of even being able to think. That is their plan. That's their goal to sell your data, to capture your data and sell it. Right. And so at that point, if you're still in the heart of the lion's den, if you're still playing with fire, if you're still playing in the devil's playground, well, then we don't have any sympathy for you. If you're still pushing the shot, if you're still getting the booster, if you're still thinking that COVID-19 is some natural thing that came from bats, right? And you choose to not believe the real science and the amount of whistleblowing. Now that cat's out of the bag. So there's been a huge development associated with that right now, which is why I think that they need to provoke, you know, a different disruption aspect, right? But if we simply say no, which most of this country doesn't want to go to war, they don't want to go fight with Ukraine or go get involved with the Ukraine-Russian thing. Nobody's interested in any of that, right? Mm -hmm. it's, it's completely anti-American to be involved in the foreign affairs, now, we've been doing and we've had our hands in everything that's been going on globally forever. I think we're like 264 times more government 
military spending than the top 26 countries or something ridiculous like that. Mm -hmm. We have the biggest military in the world, or at least we used to, maybe we still do, mm -hmm. right? Now China's knocking on our door. They're making deals with Argentina. All of these things going on around us. How long are we going to ignore that? How long are we going to ignore the fact that the Fed is set to completely collapse the entire system and move everybody over to a CDBC system, right? So there's all of these things happening. And for how long are we going to sit on the sidelines as individuals and not get involved. What kind of things that can we do? I mean, you're, I know you're a very active member locally and you inspire a lot of people. You're very, very well uh, versed on history and, uh, you know, all these things going on in the world. And uh, more importantly, locally, because it's all about local to me. Everything's about local. If we can take care of our local counties and our local state and our local governments, there's nothing that they can do to us. Is that not right? Aren't we seeing the desertion and the power of local with what's going on in those 11 counties that are doing the greater Idaho movement? We're seeing the power in that. They have so much momentum. I think, I predict, here's my prediction. I predict that probably within the next year, because Oregon is going so far down the rabbit hole and they're selling us out and selling our rights out and, and inserting our stuff. I believe that these greater Idaho counties, because they already got the approval, they already got the green light from Idaho, they're going to they're gonna give Oregon the middle finger, and they're going to do what's called a succession, which is exactly what our founding fathers did, which is exactly what the Declaration of Independence is about. All of these things, I really believe that that's what's going to happen. They're not going to ask permission. They're just going to mm. do it, because Oregon is so upside down because most of us are not getting involved. The reason we're not getting involved is of three things. One, I've been in the state oh, this coming July 26, be 30 years. When I first visited the state almost 31 years ago, this coming September, you had number eight in education. The difference is, is that you was number 28th, which is middle of the way in the country, on funding. What you have now is a society that is enabled by dollar bills and they forsake their liberties and they want to groom your kids every way possible and send you kids out of the way of your parental rights. Once they do that, you have a generation going to hell. That's right. We got Ronnie Daniels in the house today. Thank you guys for joining. I'm Joshua Michael, non-compliant America. You're listening to 104.3. KSLM, we'll be right back. Broadcasting from the formal state of Oregon in FEMA Region 10, it's your host, Joshua Michael. Welcome back, folks. Short segment, Joshua Michael, Noncompliant America. And then you're joining, I'm um, here with Ronnie Daniels, the old Huckleberry. Just real quick, I want to talk about uh, the World Health Organization releases an international pandemic treaty that is being supported by yours truly and uh, Obama slash Biden, because we all know who's really running the White House. It's Obama. 
Um, you know, he laughs about it. There's a bunch of videos out there where he's talking about running things, but they're pushing this treaty. This is back. They've been pushing it since December, 2021. And those drafting the treaty intend to ban misinformation and being able to target people who are deemed spreading misinformation. And what does that mean? That just means going against the narrative. That just means challenging, asking questions. And we've seen it time and 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 time again. So much so down to the dinner table, our work atmosphere, our jobs, grocery stores, you know, the news, everything. I mean, they've destroyed the concept of fact checking. They've destroyed the concept of being able to challenge the narrative. It's become so hostile. But the American people and the rest of the world, they're not just sitting down going, okay, you guys going to put us in jail if we just, if we challenge things or if we spit facts, if we tell you the truth, we're not, we're not going to just, okay, yep, okay, we're just going to go to jail, I guess, because we're, we don't, we don't feel that that's the right answer, but we're, we're just going to speak out against it and you're going to send us to jail. Okay. It's not happening, folks. And what's great and what's so uplifting and what's so exciting and the spirit of God is acting around us. It's activating all of us. And sad as it may be, we are right on the edge, two seconds to midnight to a potential global disaster in, in so many different facets. And it takes that moment for people to wake up. And so I'm not upset that people take this long to come to terms because we've been swimming in gluttony of prosperity and greatness and, you know, money and great things and food and just so many things. Why would we be thinking about gloom and doom and conspiracies of these, you know, nonprofit organizations trying to take over the world and capture us and capture our lifestyles and everything else? We just had it so good. We forgot what it was like. We forgot what it was like to be American. But what's great and what I'm seeing, and, uh, you know, I got Ronnie Daniels with me, is that the American spirit is thriving. And we are not going gently into that good night. We are not just saying, okay, yes, sir, no, sir. The American spirit is reigniting and coming back like the phoenix and just roaring down on this entire planet. And I think it's happening everywhere all over the world, not just here. But what's so inspiring is that people are rediscovering what it is to be American. And what is it? It's that rugged American individualism, the independence, the great commandments, the gun-toting, free-speaking American spirit. And we are so galvanized now that... You can try to throw us in jail for misinformation. You can try to censor us, but we'll just go around it. We're the engineers. We'll figure out a way. We will seek the truth no matter where it is. Whether it's under 15 rocks, we will uncover every single rock every single day to find it. Even if your garbage information that we know not to be true is sitting at our dinner table you know, in a nicely wrapped present. 
and it's nice and shiny and it's appealing. No matter what you do at this point, there is no way that you're going to be able to put things back into the tube, which Roger Stone would say, put the toothpaste back in the tube. There's no way that you're going to be able to do that at this point. It has been now fully exposed. We know what your plan is. And your plan is to disrupt, destroy, depopulate the planet, demoralize us, kill our relationship with God, and kill our morales and our spirit. That is your goal. We understand that now. And those that are awake will never, ever be able to fall off of that line or unsee what they've already seen. They will never be able to unsee the evil spirits that have been barking and regurgitating this nonsense of real misinformation. Just because you control the media, just because you control the internet, just because you control so many things does not mean that we're going to take whatever that you're selling. So in that, I know that's a long rant and we don't have much time on this segment, but Ronnie... What would you uh, add to these things? I mean, what kind of things are you seeing locally? I know that you guys just had a meeting over at the Clackamas County uh, meeting. Could you talk about that uh, a little bit? we got just a few minutes. We had one in Polk County. My county is this. We had other counties across the river from where I live at uh, talk about, you know, we need to come together, this, that, and other. But yet, when we look at the last election in 2022 was the primary of the general, they didn't put no skin in the game. They're three and a half times my population registered voters. In the last six years, they went from number two, barely, and was well above the end of non-affiliated voters to where they're two and a half times what they got going on right now for their county representation of Republicans. I need lions. You got to talk to the businesses. You got to talk to the conservative Democrats, Republicans. I may not, our founding fathers, Jefferson Adams, they may not agree. One believe in states' rights, one believe in federal rights, big government, or small government. But they both came together for God and liberty. They used to pray when they had disagreements. But yet, we don't even have the olive branch. There's no Sam Nunn Democrats in this country, or Bob Carries, or Daniel Patrick Monahan, who warned the black community about the great society plan that LBJ destroyed. What they're doing now is trying to destroy the male away from the family role, no matter what color, compared to 50 years ago in L.A. That's right. And and there's a lot of that going on. And we talked about it a lot with with uh, Andrew Tate and him being in jail in Romania. You know, he's not the end all be all. He might not be the model citizen, but he did promote masculinity. He he's got over 100, 200 million young boys that have been following him and inspiring him. And he still, even though it's been now exposed that those girls were planning the whole thing, it's all on video. But we'll be right back. Check it out. It's time to unmask the truth and expose the lies. The occupied forces do not want you to hear this broadcast. Breaking through the censorship and delivering raw, unedited content, it's Joshua Michael. Come on, come on. Welcome back, folks. Joshua Michael, third segment. We're talking to Ronnie about demasculating men 
and the struggle, uh, the social struggles, I think the real fight is the culture fight and the culture battle uh, between our futures, our families, the, the family, the nucleus, uh, the preservation of the family and the importance of marriage, the importance of, you know, just people coming together and people having real conversations in real life, in person is more important than ever, which is why, you know, why it comes out that the, the whole thing was a scam and a plan and tied in with the COVID. The, the, the goal was to isolate you and to put you in a digital gulag to where you're not having that family connection to where you're not having that personal connection with other people. You're not being held accountable because there's something different about having an argument with somebody via text message versus in person. If you're in person and you're having an argument, it's usually going to be a little calmer, right? And if that person reaches over and touches you, the whole dynamic changes because there's power in that connection. And we don't want to lose that because that's what makes us human. That's what makes us godly people. That's what makes us a civilization. Otherwise, what are we? We're just bots and drones roaming around, regurgitating nonsense, caught up in things, living in fear, not standing for anything, not following anything, scared to speak out about anything. Really? I mean, is that how we want to live? Is that what we want to stand on? Is this going to be the end of our civilization? And is this just going to be a history books on how crazy we were for actually standing up for what we believe in and how absurd that was? That's what the World Health Organization is trying to do. Even down to a county level, they are trying to capture the ability to speak out against their next pandemic that they're already planning, they're already talking about, and trying to take over and put you back into a lockdown state. Now, you'd say, hey, Josh, that never happened. <laughs> never happened, right? You say that in 2019. If I told you in February of 2019, hey, a year from now, they're going to be locking everything down. You're not going to be able to go in a grocery store. Most stores are going to close. The NBA is going to be playing basketball games with no people in, in, the, in the stands. And you're going to wear a mask. And in fact, people are going to make you feel weird. Your neighbors, your best friends, people that you know are going to talk down to you for not getting a mask. And eventually it'll be for not getting a vaccine. So much so that these children are not letting these grandparents see their grandchildren unless they get vaccinated. That's the level of absurdity. If I would have told you that in 2019, you would have been like, dude, you're crazy. That'll never happen. Life is good. Things are great. Trump's in office. That's never going to happen. Mm -hmm. But here we are now seeing how quickly things can change. But again, I think that there is a very large amount of people, and I think it's waking up even more now with people dropping dead everywhere, that it's only a matter of time until the American spirit rises up like the phoenix, and there is nothing that they can do. I already think that these people that are trying to do this, they have to do it because they're following a plan, right? They don't, they're not actually making decisions. They're regurgitating whatever the plan was set forth potentially 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. That's all they're doing. They're, 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 they're following a plan and they seem so confident about it because that's all they do is follow plans and follow orders. They're not actually thinking. So it's very easy if you have a script that you memorize 15 times going on this news station and regurgitating it as if it were truth, because essentially they're actors anymore, such as Zelensky, who was an actor, 
But no, there's no correlation there. No correlation there that he's pretending to be a leader and pretending to be the leader when he knows where all the bodies are buried. Because one of the most corrupt countries in the world is Ukraine. That's where people go. That's where the human trafficking lives. That's where the slush funds live. That's where everything stems from. And uh, granted, there's corruption all over the world. But we can't say that Ukraine was not a corrupt country. It is a corrupt country. That's where the, that's where the Nazis are. They went to Argentina, and then they still live in Ukraine. Literally. Literally. The Nazis are still in Ukraine in the Ukrainian army. I mean, but you can't say that. That's misinformation. Might have a knock on the door soon. Right? How dare you speak about Ukraine like that? Ukraine. Ukraine. Everybody's worshiping Ukraine. Going to be worshiping it when the Chinese people are invading from Mexico and Canada. It'll be funny then. We'll be talking about Ukraine then, won't we? So, anyways, I can talk forever. Ronnie, you got to interrupt me here. Um, so, we were talking about Polk County and the different effects that one thing that I want people to understand is that we don't have to have all the answers. You don't have to know even, you don't even have to know how to get involved. Right. But the key is, is just to show up. And just like anything, when you first start something such as going to a, uh, going to a city council meeting or going to a school board meeting, you know, a lot of people got their feet wet with the school board uh, and being able to, just see what they do, see what they talk about, see how the process goes. Don't you think that's a good start? Observation is very good. It's one of the best intelligence we can ever ask, whether it's our young or the old, is to sit. Peace be still. Be like Jeremiah and put a coal on your tongue and see how man tried to portray and see if it doesn't add up to what you was raised about liberty, about your faith. For those that try to drink the waters and they were seeking wrong reasons, whether for notoriety, fame, power, or extending your business, just like a lot of American businesses sold this country out. But they love China, but they forsake America. But yet we must have their products. We must have the Nike shoes. We must have all the parts. We need the parts to make our country move. Mm -hmm. But we do not have the stones to understand that compared to the stagflation in the 70s, 40, 55 years ago, we had 75% manufacturing. You're down to now less than 10% manufacturing, which was 157 after the pre former president left. But make a long story short, if you do not listen locally, then work with people you may not agree with. I'm a Republican. I'm a constitutionalist. But I'll reach out to even to a pagan if it affects their son or daughter what they want to regroom their kids in schools. It'll affect their business if they're being taxed with the, with the capital tax. That's on their gross profit, not on their net. And takes away their right to give people their pay raises. So to make a long story short, we must get off our comfort zone. You, if you want to forsake liberty for security and have neither, 
Don't do nothing like you're doing. Don't go through and say, well, it ain't worth it. I don't think my time's worth it. I don't care if you're a Democrat, Republican, NAV, Libertarian. But if you understand and want to seek truth, you must learn your history. You seek from others. The Democrat Party don't care. They got unions. Look what the unions train your kid to be. They're undermining you. They leave them the genders if you live in in city of Salem or other or the Bay Area. Yeah, generalization of your kids without parental consent, huh? Is that acceptable? What about the workplace? Well, I would used to be a I used to be a sign setter, a flagger, because I had different points of view on my Facebook page or any other pages. I got sort of discouraged, or they went through and penalized me because I did not walk that way of Seattle, even though that person was running both companies as their president. But yet, I didn't weaken. I didn't falter. I didn't fold. Because when I have God with me, just like Caleb and Joshua, when the land of milk and money is available and it's full of fruits and vegetables and everything, you just like this last summer, we got the rain in three months, but we had our biggest harvest on the tail end. All the way to late September on your, on, your, on your blueberries. You had a second crop on your regular berries. They even glow around the river. But you have to put skin in the game. You cannot go through and just go with the time without verification. Trust but verify, Reagan would say. This is what we have to do. The Margaret Thatchers. Go all the way back to Thomas Sowell, Walter Williams. We're going back to Reverend King. Okay, what about people locally? Who are you backing locally? Who do you like uh, locally? I mean, Polk County, Marion County, Clackamas County, Oregon. I like the person who is now the Oregon Republican Party vice chair. Angela Plowhead. Angela Plowhead. I also like our national committee woman, Tracy Hano, out of Washington County. The reason I like these women, because they serve the body. They will listen to everybody. Even the chairman, I'm, I'm giving God the glory to um, Justin Wang, who owns restaurants and everything, Joy Teriyaki's, not trying to give advertising, <laughs> up and down the valley here. But he come from a family that escaped North Korea. He's sensitive-hearted. He got family. He's cheated the American dream. But we don't need to be spending our resources dividing amongst ourselves because, oh, I don't like this person over here because they think this way. They're too far right. They're too far left. Now, I'm not condoning leftists or rightists. I conform constitutionality. I believe that you could be a Sam Nunn Repub Democrat and consider the values of that percent. But I do not need Maxine Waters' values. I do not need John Forbes Carries that wants to regulate a business out of existence like my adopted father in Tulare County, California, at the same time saying they're doing it for green policies, climate control, which is bull sugar. Yeah, that's right. You're listening to Noncompliant America. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right, welcome back, folks. 
We're talking about taking over this state, taking over this country, reasserting our will as Americans, and how we're going to do that. We have to start at a local level. Everything's local. I mean, think about it. How often do you travel, right? Maybe once, twice a year. You go there, it's vacation, you come home. Everything is about where you live. Everything's about preserving where you live and your way of life. And your way of life, you need to take control of that. You need to not let people and things and corporations and these nonsensical policies, such as what they're doing in Eugene by trying to get rid of uh, natural gas. I mean, think about that. Think about how disruptive that is to the way of life. And they had over a thousand people contested that. And these tyrants in the city council are like, yeah, no, we don't care. We're going to vote on it. They voted five to three. Boom. Dude, natural gas. Now, granted, they have a big lawsuit. They got a big fight, but they don't care. These people don't care. It's not their money. And I was talking to somebody about it yesterday and they're like, yeah, some of the city council people are being removed now because of that. Well, that's okay. They, they don't serve the body. They don't serve the people. The people objected very blatantly that they do not want to go along with this. Why would anybody want to go along with that? What is the natural gas doing compared to the electrical grid? We all know how stable or, quote, unstable the electrical grid is. Now, why would we put all, all our eggs in that basket? When the power goes out, what do we do? We turn on our gas heaters. We cook with our gas stoves. Gas cooking's better. It's, it's a good, clean, simple energy. Why would we disrupt that? The only reason they would disrupt that is when they are intentionally disrupting it. So when these bodies, such as the city council in Eugene, Oregon, when they decide to do something that goes against the preservation of our way of life, that means they do not serve the body. They do not serve us people. Who do they serve? They serve... Non-government organizations, they serve big corporations, they're probably being paid by some disruptionist, such as a George Soros, I know he's the, the ultimate villain that everybody wants to talk about, but he plays an integral part on funding bad DAs that release murderers because of their skin tone, or that don't, uh, they arrest people that are going to be deemed as misinformationist terrorists or domestic terrorists for standing up for their rights for their kids. So what's happening is that these people aren't serving us, but Ronnie was talking about uh, some local candidates that he really likes. And I actually really like Angela too. I'm going to bring her on the show uh, in the next couple weeks to give her an opportunity to meet you guys and to talk and to, to talk about strategy because we're in a war, folks. We're in a war with basically the rest of the world that's trying to conquer the United States from within. And the way that they're doing that is through bad actors in the Republican Party, bad actors in the domestic, or Democratic, domestic terrorist group, uh, the Democrats, um, and then through all the other NGOs and hit teams and Antifa groups and BLM groups and all of that to try to intimidate you into submission because they know that you are the power. They know that we are the power. And so now we're starting to see some successes 
with things like Angela. I know that there was some disruption going on with the ORP. They were trying to question her election and the integrity of her position and trying to run some disruption. But we, the people and the great group of Republicans that are active in these community uh, engagements to whereas before we weren't, we were all asleep. And so it just takes that type of involvement, just takes the know-how just takes that Sunday night or Friday night or Thursday afternoon when you get off work early rather than going home and turning the TV on, doing and seeing what's going on. Call people. Call people. Talk to them. Go to events. Get out of your comfort zone. Show up even if you don't know anybody. And if you want, stand in the back. Stand in the back. You don't have to talk to anybody. Just observe. And see what's going on in the community. See what's going on at these decision-making events that are impacting your lives. Because now we're in the great acceleration where they're going for broke. They are going to make sure you have no property. They're going to make sure you have no wealth. They're going to make sure you have no generational wealth, no future, no sanity within your children, no ability for them to have an education or a normal life or feel good or confident or feel comfortable, or have both mom and dad, or being able to say mom and dad, and or not being bullied by some tranny, you know, lunatic that should be in a mental institution, right? They don't, they, 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 everything's on the table now, folks. There's no more sidelines. You're in the field, in the fight, but you're standing there because you don't think that you're in it, because you're scared or you don't want to recognize it. So it just takes that little tiny degree of effort and it's contagious. One, it will inspire people around you to want to get more involved because you'll suddenly see somebody that wasn't involved, somebody that didn't care, somebody that didn't say anything. Suddenly, now they're involved and it's like, oh, okay, John, John's a leader. John has 15 friends and everybody kind of does what John does. Now, all of a sudden, John's going to the Republican meetings and kind of interested with what's going on. Now, guess what? All those 15 people are going, huh, why is, uh, uh, we thought that that wasn't cool, but now it is cool. And one of the greatest things, you know, I, I, I have to say, I've been very critical of Trump and as we should be critical of Trump and our leaders and everything else, because ultimately we are our leaders and that's what the American system is about. But I digress. One of the best things that I can say is he does demonstrate true leadership and I, and I have to commend him for going to East Palestine, shining a light on that, because that is a biological terrorist disaster affecting potentially hundreds of millions of people. The entire country is going to be impacted by that. And it's not being talked about enough. It's not being demonstrated. We don't know the long-term effects, but there's an Agent Orange level bioweapon that's spreading into the water, killing all of the animals. There's an estimated 44,000 animals that have died thus far that they've estimated. Just think of the long-term effects. Think of how these people, and that was a huge Amish community too. Nobody wants to talk about that. Nobody wants to talk about the My ID stuff that they rolled out right before that in demonstrating on how to track and control and trace people if there was a natural disaster. That rolled out months before, but nobody wants to talk about that. 
So it's important that we get back together within our community. And Ronnie, I've, I've been ranting so much. I'm just, there's just so much to talk about. An hour just quite isn't enough. I think we're just going to go over. So folks, if you want to listen to the rest of this, we're going to dive in deeper uh, with Ronnie Daniels here, the great Huck- Huckleberry, the local patriot uh, here on my podcast at noncompliantamerica.com. That's noncompliantamerica.com. You're listening to 104.3 KSLM. And any last messages, any last words of inspiration you want to give to people? Most important thing is, is do not live in fear. Be like Caleb and Joshua. Be like Miriam with the sword during Moses and Aaron's time. If God is with us, who is against us? Remember, our country was founded under God individually with liberty and justice for all. Didn't say what color, this, that, another. Even those that tried to bide like, like uh, Angela Davis, she found out that she was a slave owner. See how God works? It ain't about color. It's about truth. It's about accountability. It's about being a servant to the body and not profiting from the body. They do it because they want to see a legacy for their children, for their families, and want to work within our government for liberty and justice for all. Amen. All right, folks, this is the fifth segment. All right, folks, we're in the fifth segment here in the podcast only welcome. We are trying to do something new with our guests and being able to do kind of a commercial free uh, element on getting to know our guests and talking to them uh, about things that uh, things that they want to talk about and, you know, get a a giant view on what we can do and uh, just kind of get to know them a little bit. So, Ronnie, we're here. We talking. We just did the show. Um, what other messages do you have for the audience on, you know, what, uh, what, 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 what do you want to talk about? The most important thing right now is that we must get back to understanding the true meaning of our country, not what they lay out from those that says and try to divide. Mm-hmm. Or are they saying things that may sound good to your ears so you can get a little crumb in your pocket, but yet starving out your generation by what the debts and more than slave entanglement in many ways. Uh, let's talk about this so-called, you know, climate con- climate control, climate change. We got more colder weather on the West Coast than we did 30 years ago when they opened up, when they had snow going across Tahoe, Utah, Arizona, Oregon, Washington, California. They flooded. They had to open up because there was so much water, billions and trillions of gallons of water they had opened up the Colorado River into the Grand Canyon. Yep. In so, 1993. Okay, so climate change, obviously, we know is a hoax. We know they're using it for control because if it were to be a real thing, then it would have to be a global treaty. You know, uh, and it's not. It's only geared toward Western civilization. And people would say, well, it's up to us to step it up, right? But you have India and China. And uh, other factions across the world that aren't privy to whatever climate change nonsense that they're trying to push. So it's really just to control the deindustrialize us. Like we know that. But what about um, 
What about like the culture, you know, and, 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 and what do you say to the younger generations? Cause I know you, you have a lot of young, young males and young men that you talk to a lot on a, on a regular basis. Every time I talk to you, I feel like you're, you're talking to them and just kind of being an inspiration and a guide for them and a, and a godfather for them. What would you say to them and how do you help them kind of navigate, you know, all the disruption that's going on in their life and, and help them navigate to, to stay on path and, and to find themselves. I mean, what, what kind of words of wisdom would you give to those, those guys? First of all, I will have to give my glory to God because without God guiding me when I was a foster child and having 120 IQ since I was kindergarten and has a memory to understand my past, I would not be the man I become. Even though there was three or four times that I may have chose to go different road before my time. But it took three things. One, understanding your history. Seeing what's going on around you in real time. And you got a choice. You can be quiet and walk to your own Auschwitz. You can input minimally from using somebody else to answer for you. Or you're going to step up yourself and put all the efforts in the game. And be guided by evidence. Be guided by truth. And be guided by the wisdom of those that gave you the rights and liberty endowed to you from our creator. Not government, not a state legislator, not a franchise, not a business. Rights come from your creator, and my creator is God. What kind of things do you do, or what kind of challenges have you had in your life that, um, that have brought you here and, and kind of made you who you are? I mean, who do you think that the most inspirational person of your life is or has been? <sighs> Well, there's a whole family of Americans, what I used to call a community butt-whooping committee. <laughs> In the process, um, my, I would say my grandmother, before she died in 73, she was a Native American, Irish, Cherokee, and Cree nation. She was adopted in the Kemahave Nation, just found out recently, of Arizona, which is between Ehrenberg and Parker, Arizona. The Posting Community Baptist Church there, it has his numbers for the second largest concentration camp for Japanese that was interred by a Democrat president like, like uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, as you know him as FDR, the most progressive. But what the biggest problem that I would encourage is, is that we do not teach all our history. We do not pay attention how our community became what they are and how we keep them. But isn't that the importance of books in, in comparison to the digital space and the digital era that we live in? I mean, they are now erasing famous books. Um, what did I see the other day? I, I actually ended up buying the book uh, because they are rewriting books. So now, folks, in places like Europe, they are rewriting books, famous books, mm-hmm. and rewriting them to be more culturally appropriate. And, and just completely disregarding the author and rewriting the book. And so that's the scary spot of knowing and understanding history and being able to find information. And that's why I think it's so important to buy hard copies of everything, um, to, to grab history 
right? We can't just Wikipedia everything. Wikipedia is constantly changing. They're changing everything. They're manipulating it. We know how unfactual those systems can be. So if we don't stop and sit back and as Ronnie's talks about is learning our history, um, then, then we're lost as people and we're just deemed to repeat it. In fact, we're in the process of a repeating history moment, whether it be the great depression or whether it be world war two, world war one, you know, things are lining back up into what has happened in the past. When we have an ignorant population, too much gluttony, too much freedom of just not being involved. Freedom isn't free. We have to be involved. We have to sacrifice to some degree. Just like anything, if you're growing your own garden, you have to sacrifice your time to make sure that you have a good yield. You have to sacrifice spending time with your chickens and making sure that they're fed right and they're healthy and understanding how to manage them. Otherwise, you're not going to have good chickens. We all know this. This is very common. If you don't clean up the mess on your floor in your house, it's never going to get clean. You can only step over it for so long. Some people just keep stepping over it. So we have to have some accountability within ourselves and decide that, uh, that we're, one, we're not on the sidelines anymore. There's no sidelines. It's all been ripped up. Whether you've come to realize it or not, the fact is you're in the playing field. You might just be sitting there like a dodo bird because you don't want to believe that that's where you're at. But the reality is, is that's where we're at now. It's sad. It's unfortunate. We can cry about it. We can sing Kumbaya and dwindle into the night, or we can decide to be and play on a team, right? But it's important to understand where you're at and understand you are on the playing field now. They've politicized everything. There's no rat hole you can go hide in and, and, and bury your head in the sand. You can't do that anymore. And those that are going to do it, they're going to be first on the chopping block because I guarantee you there will be a day where real lawlessness is coming because the police are being defunded. All these other things are happening uh, to where there's just no accountability anymore. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about anything, even the judiciary. Judicial, the, the, the grand jury used to be one of the most honorable things to do is to be on a jury. And people don't understand the power of a jury. The jury has a power to basically overstate and override whatever the judge is doing. The jury has the power. And that was one of the most honorable and most important things. But now what do we do? We play video games. We sit on the computer. We sit in screen time. We don't want to ignore it. We don't want to acknowledge it. So how do you get through to these young boys and young girls uh, on, you know, inspiring them to, to, to want to be involved in life? I'll tell you how you do that. First of all, you find out and you find out what their background is. Are they, do they have a steady family background? Is it mixed up background? Because what you're seeing today is just like what Joshua said. It's of the past, 50 years ago. What you're watching today is the Great Society Part 2. Rural and other middle class and above. If you do not comply to the black utopian dream, then you're a racist. Let me tell you something. I, my family tree's mixed. I'm colorblind. 
American by heart. I got good 20, 1920 vision. I can shoot left-handed and send somebody Dirty Harry style. Because that's when that movie came out. You heard of Death Wish? You heard of Dirty Harry? When the system goes away and takes away the rights of law enforcement? Yeah, I lived through that with Maxine Fugly Waters. Yes, she is a congressional member that lives in Huntington Park, where she has a $6 million mansion, where that used to be a working class community, minus the Huntington Library, who was a genus. Make a long story short, is that once you have walked because you gone, you ain't certain color, you don't think a certain way, you ain't doing certain things, you're not woke enough. No, that's not what your creator gave you. That's not what your grandparents who lived through the Battle of the Bulge or anything else get so you can have a republic. That's not what the business in the world is supposed to be, Americans. We're supposed to be 100% Americans, not sellouts. Not offering that up to the highest bidder in China. Not go through and sell these young kids like I tell these young kids. You got free will and free choice. It's given to you by your creator. Whether it's Allah, whether it's God, whether it's Yahweh. I don't care. But that's your free will because everybody, when this race is done, the question when you get to the museum maker face to face is, how well did you run that race? Yep. Did you put any skin in the game or did you sit on the sideline? Was you a Dalton Thomas or whether you was a Daniel? Was you one of the boys that was sitting in the furnace and didn't get burnt because you had the spirit of truth around you? Or was you the ones that decided to start fires? Or are you going to be like the gurgles that went through minister of misinformation for Hitler? Or are you going to be like Pol Pot that decided to kill off a generation, knock him back to the beginning of the 20th century by taking out the youngest generation? Or are you going to roar like a lion and not be sheep? Are you going to do your servitude for thy people? Or are you just doing it so you can line your pockets and have power? Or you use it because you want to push agendas that may be sick and immoral that we know. Yeah. But power, envy, greed, lust, slothiness, those five of the deadly sins is directly from the gates and kitchens of hell. So, Ronnie, where can people find you? Where they, where, uh, where you, what, what do you got cooking? What do you, what are you gonna be up to next? Well, what I'm gonna be up to next, uh, I like I say in Polk County, I'm an alternate delegate. I was the alternate chair. I'm gonna do God's will accordingly, and I do have a Facebook page. You'll find the black redneck like myself on a. Out of Sheep Creek on a sorrel horse. His name is Roach. He was <laughs> trained 18 years ago as a 3 year so that makes him about 21 years old. And hopefully the person who bought Roach is taken care of because that sorrel horse they caught a lot of steers, taught me how to cowboy up. And I was always a country boy because I'm just like my grandfather. You know, I lived in this, started out in the city. But they didn't take the country out of me. They gave me God even more. That's why I give God all the glory, a bear claw of accountability with my tongue. I don't need a John Wayne pimp slap nobody because if they decide to listen, not drink the Kool-Aid, sir, but verify what I say, trust but verify, verify, Reagan said, then you become an individualist. You're not sheep to your own slaughter. 
you're not going to go down the roads of Auschwitz that my foster father, a Tuskegee Airman, 126 missions, who went back from Birmingham, Alabama into the military till 1969 and then retired and served in reserve till 1980 at Edwards Air Force Base, watching the space program get off the ground. It's pretty funny, those women, they'd say, oh, them color folks can't do nothing. They didn't care about color. All they wanted was a chance to be American. That's right. Well, Ronnie, thanks very much for your time. Uh, thanks for joining me tonight. And uh, I look forward to seeing and talking to you in the future. No problem. Give God the glory. And remember, folks, walk by faith, not by sight. If you have a faith of a mustard seed and you believe in that dream, and if it's blessed by your creator, follow through to the finish line. Don't go halfway. Because nobody wins a race if you're going to try to take shortcuts and bail out before you can get to the first lap. I'm in my 56th lap. I'm ready to see in the 100th lap if it means I make it or not. I want them, Lord, when I meet the great, get to the gate, says, I made the best effort possible and I served his flock. I didn't abandon his flock. I loved his flock and protected them. I also gave them free will and free choice. They can come and drink of the wells of the spirit of truth, or they can run for the moment of fame, notoriety like some people. And then when it all falls away from them, then they go up with a pile of manure deeper than Mount Everest on their trip to Hades. And free will and free choice. May God bless you.